Welcome to Snippets of Knowledge, your go-to audio haven, where we dive deep into the pages of insightful reads to bring you the golden nuggets that can illuminate your mind and life. I'm your host, waving through the airwaves to connect with curious souls like you. Today, we're scratching the surface of a phenomenon that changes games, ignites social epidemics, and makes sense of how little things make a big difference. Settle in as we unpack The Tipping Point by the brilliant Malcolm Gladwell, Ready to find out what sparks widespread trends? Let's turn the page together. Have you ever wondered why certain trends catch fire, spreading like wildfire, while others fizzle out almost immediately? Well, folks, that is precisely what Malcolm Gladwell explores in his book, The Tipping Point. The Tipping Point is that magic moment when an idea, let's dive into a fascinating concept from The Tipping Point called the law of the few. This principle suggests that major changes in society are often triggered by a small number of key individuals. Now, you might be wondering, who are these people? Well, Malcolm Gladwell categorizes them into three distinct groups, connectors, mavens, and salesmen. Connectors are those with an extensive network of acquaintances. They are the social butterflies, the people who know everyone. Through their vast networks, connectors link us up with the world, acting as a living, breathing social directory. Because of their wide-reaching relationships, they are integral to spreading ideas and information. Then there are mavens. These folks are the information specialists, the ones who are always in the know. They accumulate knowledge, especially about the marketplace, and share it with their network, purely out of a desire to be helpful. If you've ever received a tip about a great deal or a new product from someone who's always in the know, you've been in the company of a maven. Lastly, we have the salesmen. As the name implies, these are the persuaders, the charismatic people with powerful negotiation skills. What sets salesmen apart is their ability to sway others' opinions to the point where their personal endorsement becomes a crucial part of what makes ideas stick. You see, according to Gladwell, it's not just about how many people know about a new trend or idea, it's about the right people knowing about it. The law of the few suggests that if you have these three archetypes on board, your message has a much better chance of reaching that tipping point, the point at which a trend catches fire, spreads contagiously, and becomes a part of the cultural lexicon. Thinking about this principle, it's easy to start identifying the connectors, mavens, and salesmen in our own lives. Whether it's a fashion fad, a technological innovation, or a new health craze, look closely and you'll likely see these individuals at the heart of the whirlwind, playing a pivotal role in the wildfire spread of new ideas, So next time you're trying to launch a product or start a movement, keep the law of the few in mind. It could very well be the secret ingredient to creating your own tipping point. Have you ever wondered why some ideas seem to just cling to your brain? Why do certain songs become earworms, advertisements become iconic, or educational concepts remain with you long after the test? Well, that's what Malcolm Gladwell calls the stickiness factor in The Tipping Point. Stickiness is about how some ideas are inherently more memorable and have a more lasting impact than others. So what gives an idea this so-called stickiness? It's not just about being catchy or visually stunning. There's a deeper psychology at work. Gladwell suggests that for an idea to stick, it has to be presented in a way that's not only unexpected, but also creates a strong emotional response. It should be simple enough to understand and remember yet profound enough to pique our interest and stimulate our curiosity. Take, for example, the Got Milk advertising campaign, which Gladwell talks about in the book. 
It was an incredibly sticky message because it was concise, intriguing, and directly challenged the listener by posing a question. It made people think about the importance of having milk in their fridge, a thought that might have never occurred to them before. Yet it resonated so strongly that it became a part of pop culture. Another aspect of stickiness is the practical value of the information. When an idea is useful, when it can change our behavior or improve our lives, we're more likely to hang on to it. Take the rise of email. It's stuck because it solved a clear problem, fast, asynchronous communication, better than anything that had come before it. And what about stickiness in education? Those teachers who can turn a math formula into a story or use hands-on experiments to explain a scientific concept understand the stickiness factor. They embed the information in an engaging context that helps it latch onto our memory. Gladwell also emphasizes the importance of context in stickiness. He argues that subtle changes in the presentation and structuring of information can make a big difference in its memorability and impact. This means that the same message could fail or succeed simply based on how it's delivered. In essence, stickiness isn't about hammering a message home through repetition or raw force, but about crafting it in a way that it naturally resonates with the audience. As Gladwell puts it, a sticky idea is one that's understood, remembered, and perhaps most importantly, capable of driving change. And when you combine this type of message with the right people and the right context, it's these moments that have the ability to tip, to become that phenomenon that catches on all over the world. Let's delve into the power of context. Another riveting concept from Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point. Picture this. You're walking down a clean street in your neighborhood. Now imagine the same street, but littered with graffiti and trash. Would you behave differently in each scenario? Gladwell suggests that the environment, the immediate context that surrounds us, plays a pivotal role in determining our behavior. The idea is simple yet profound. People are incredibly sensitive to their environment, even to the tiniest details. Like a carefully orchestrated play, our actions are influenced by the set and stage around us. Whether it's the lighting in a room, the weather outside, or the prevailing social attitudes, these contextual factors can nudge us toward a tipping point. Consider the landmark study on the broken windows theory referenced in the book. It postulates that visible signs of crime and civil disorder create an environment that encourages further crime and disorder, including serious crimes. The presence of graffiti, for example, could tip a neighborhood from a sense of order to one of chaos indicating that no one cares or is in charge. But it's not just about urban decay. Context can be a powerful ally in positive changes, too. Think about a workplace. When a company crafts the right environment, workers can thrive, creativity can blossom, and productivity can skyrocket. Tight-knit community bonds can elevate a public health campaign from obscurity to success as people mirror the behavior they see around them. And time? It's a dimension of context that Gladwell doesn't overlook, Timing, as they say, is everything. The mood of a society during a specific period can dramatically sway which ideas catch fire and which ones fizzle out. Why did crime drop dramatically in New York City in the 1990s? Why do certain messages go viral on social media at specific times? It's the hidden power of context at play. In a nutshell, the tipping point teaches us that to understand how trends explode or why social change happens, we can't ignore the environment. The settings and the times we live in are key characters in the story of every tipping point. Remember, when the context shifts, even if ever so slightly, it can open the door for big changes. So always keep an eye on the stage, not just the players. 
let's dive into some captivating case studies from The Tipping Point that really bring home how tiny ripples can create massive waves in society. One of the most intriguing examples Gladwell discusses is the dramatic drop in New York City's crime rate during the 1990s. At first glance, it's a head-scratcher. How did one of the most dangerous cities in the United States suddenly transform into one of the safest? The answer, according to Gladwell, is the tipping point in action. Small but significant changes, like the cleaning up of graffiti and enforcing fair evasion laws in the subway, set off a positive chain reaction. These small acts restored a sense of order and signaled that the city was cared for, which deterred more significant crimes. Another phenomenal study is the resurgence of hush puppies' shoes. From the brink of extinction, selling a mere 30,000 pairs a year, hush puppies suddenly became the height of fashion and sold millions worldwide. This radical shift wasn't the result of a high-profile advertising campaign, but started with a few fashion-forward individuals in downtown New York wearing them because they were so unfashionable. They were cool. This unexpected choice triggered a trend that swept across the country. A tiny subculture initiated a nationwide craze. Then we've got the fascinating story of Paul Revere's Midnight Ride. It's a story many of us know, but through the lens of the tipping point, it gains new depth. Revere succeeded in rallying the colonies against the British, not just because he was carrying vital news, but because he himself was a connector, someone with a vast network of acquaintances. His social connections enabled the rapid spread of his message, illustrating how critical certain individuals are in the diffusion of ideas. And let's not forget the compelling case of Sesame Street and Blue's Clues. These TV shows didn't just entertain, they educated by meticulously designing content that would stick. Sesame Street creators used detailed research to determine how to make the show both educational and captivating for children. Blue's Clues took it a step further by introducing repetition within every episode, making its content sticky, hence influencing children's learning patterns profoundly. These stories, each distinct in context and scope, beautifully demonstrate the common thread. It's often the smallest of changes that cross the threshold and lead to a tipping point. As we've seen, whether it's societal transformation, a fashion trend, a historical revolt, or children's programming, the concept of the tipping point is omnipresent and powerful. It's the little things that can make the biggest difference, and Gladwell masterfully uses these case studies to drive that point home. Reflecting on what we've journeyed through today, it's clear that the tipping point isn't just about moments of critical change. It's a masterclass in understanding the DNA of societal transformations. We started by delving into the core of the tipping point concept, the moment when an idea, trend, or behavior crosses a threshold and spreads like wildfire. We then explored the pivotal law of the few, how connectors, mavens, and salesmen are the catalysts in the spread of social epidemics. Their unique social gifts and personalities are instrumental in getting us to that tipping point. Next, we dissected the stickiness factor, recognizing that for something to take hold, it's got to be unforgettable. The magic lies in the message's ability to stick in our minds long enough to trigger a shift. And let's not forget the power of context. We've seen how setting and circumstances can dramatically influence whether a particular phenomenon reaches its tipping point. Sometimes the change doesn't come from the object of the tipping point, but rather from its surroundings. Through the various case studies, we saw these laws in action demonstrating just how small changes need to be considered in the context of the bigger picture. In my view, 
Gladwell's work is more than an analysis. It's a reminder that substantial change often begins with the simplest of acts or ideas. It encourages us to pay attention to the details, to the factors that often go unnoticed, because in the grand scheme of things, they could be the very crux of the next big change. Now, what will be your tipping point? And that, my friends, draws today's snippets of knowledge to a close. A huge thank you to each and every one of you for lending me your ears as we dove deep into the mechanics of change with Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point. This book truly reminds us that the smallest actions can spark the biggest revolutions. And I hope our discussion today has tipped your curiosity into a new realm of thought. I would love to continue this conversation, so let's keep the dialogue going. Reach out on our social media platforms with your thoughts, insights, or even suggestions for future episodes. It's your input that shapes this community and keeps our knowledge growing. Now, speaking of growth, consider this a little nudge of anticipation. In the next episode, we'll unravel the mysteries within The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, a journey not just across the desert, but deep into the realms of self-discovery. It's a story that has touched millions, and I can't wait to explore it with you. Until then, this is your host signing off from Snippets of Knowledge. Keep pondering the big questions, and remember, in a world overflowing with information, it's the little snippets that make all the difference. See you next time.